You know we love staying connected. From current events to drama and celebrity gossip, we stay in the know. But it can be hard to keep up when your Wi-Fi cuts out around the house. You know, spotty in one room, but strong in the other. Thankfully, the next generation Xfinity 10G network can help by keeping you connected to everything you love with reliable wall-to-wall Wi-Fi. That means you can stay up to date on all the latest buzz in real time from room to room. Start listening to your favorite podcasts in the kitchen and listen all over the house as you put your laundry away. Better yet, the whole family can work, stream, and play on multiple devices, all with a fast and reliable connection. With the next generation Xfinity 10G network, your entire house can keep up with all the action with less buffering. Get it all from the network made for streaming. The Xfinity 10G network. Join Macy's and Girls Inc. to empower a new generation of leaders now during Women's History Month. Throughout March, you can help fund STEM and college and career readiness programming for girls when you donate online to Girls Inc. or round up your purchase. Plus, shop women-owned and founded brands like Kaylee Cosmetics, New Face, and Better Not Younger. Learn more and celebrate the creative power of women now and all year round at Macy's.com slash purpose. You know what I settled on? A bouncy house for my kids that's coming today. Interesting. Instead of an iPad. Yeah. I went to a dinosaur bouncy house. (laughs) This is the Nikki and Bree Show. All right, everyone. It's another Wednesday, which means we have another episode of the Nikki and Brie show. And you know what? We are all in for a very special treat. We have Nick Hamilton on the podcast today. Um, So you probably know him from TikTok making amazing drinks or hearing his amazing voice in his new single spins, or he's been in the greatest movies ever and is extremely talented. So we are so excited to have Nick on the podcast and just have an incredible conversation. So I say... Instead of talking with Bree, let's just get Nick on and dive into this conversation. Nick, welcome to the Nikki and Bree show. Texas Pete is a sauce that allows you to sauce like you mean it. It's generosity in its simplest form, and it's a swagger people have who know what's good. That's right. Each Texas Pete sauce is packed with bold, balanced flavor. The signature tanginess is what makes it a legendary hot sauce that can be used on just about anything. It has been at the center of dinner tables since 1929 and is still heating things up today. Oh yeah, and you know, you're definitely going to want to try every flavor. The original hot sauce has a famous secret blend of fermented peppers. The hotter hot sauce is three times hotter than the original and not for the faint of heart. Sabor by Texas Pete adds authentic Mexican flavor. Yum. And their dust dry seasoning matches the flavor of the original hot sauce in a flavorful dry rub. Mm, It's just making my mouth water thinking about it. I mean, I'm always reaching for the Texas Pete. I think we put it on our breakfast, lunch, and dinner. We really do. We actually even sneak hot sauce in our purses. So if restaurants don't have hot sauce, we put it on. Texas Pete goes with me everywhere I go. Texas Pete, sauce like you mean it. Visit texaspeat.com and use the store locator to find Texas Pete products as well as purchase sauces and get recipe inspiration. And use the promo code PODCAST24 for 20% off at texaspeat.com. 
Brian and I tried Factor Meals and they are so popular with us. And let me tell you why. Eating better is easy with Factor's delicious, ready to eat meals. Every fresh, never frozen meal is chef crafted, dietitian approved, and ready to go in just two minutes. There's over 35 different options to choose from every week, including Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. There are more than 60 add ons to help you stay fueled up and feeling good all day. Get started today and get after your goals. Fuel up fast with Factors restaurant quality meals that are ready to heat and eat whenever you are. No prepping, cooking, or cleanup needed. Discover a wide variety of easy options for the entire day, like breakfast, midday bites, and more. Get as much or as little as you need by choosing your meals every week. You can pause or reschedule your deliveries anytime. Factor is the perfect solution if you're looking for fast, premium options with no cooking required. Factor is less expensive than takeout and every meal is dietitian approved to be nutritious and delicious. I love how these Factor meals are so quick and easy to make. In the Danielson household, the Factor meals are very popular. Let's just say my husband tried one and now I feel like I have to protect all my other meals before he goes through them. But he and I love the fact that they're so easy to make. You know exactly what you're eating. They're healthy. You know the calorie intake. And there is no mess. Because when you have two kids and two dogs, there's always messes. So the fact that a meal doesn't have to be messy, thank you. Head to factormeals.com slash twins50 and use code twins50 to get 50% off. That's code TWINS50 at factormeals.com slash TWINS50 to get 50% off. Nick, welcome to the Re Show. Hi. Hi. Nice to meet you both. You too. Thank you for this one. Now, are you in LA right now or Australia? I'm in New York. I've lived in New York for almost two years now, I'd say. Um, Do you love New York? I love it. I'm in uh, I'm in Jersey City, so it's like just across the Hudson. But I, so I was living I was in LA for about three years, and then um, moved here end of 2021, and I just I adore it. Yeah, what's your favorite part about the city? It's like it's just stuff happening. Like I lived I lived in LA. I lived in Australia first off, where there's kind of nothing happening all the time mm-hmm. uh, as like a standard, and then moved to LA where you have to go to stuff for it to happen here. It's just kind of things are happening around you and you can just kind of be a part of it. I love it. I lived in New York for a couple of years and I love the fact that you can walk out your door and there's something to do. Yeah. Go into yeah. a museum. There's always a music show. I mean, even just the artists you see on the street, I was never bored in New York. No. Ever. No, it's impossible to be. Cause you can, I mean, I'm in Jersey city, so I can like, I can look at the city and I can see that stuff's happening. And if I don't want to be a part of it, I stay here. But then if I need to be, I'm I'm there within 15 minutes. It's lovely. Yeah, I, I I like those vibes. It's like our vibes now. We're in Napa Valley, but I feel like there's so much. I could go wine taste and be a part of the chaos, but I'm also like close enough to go join it. But, you know, I'm far enough, enough away. away. Far enough away. You there we go. You say further. I'm like, what is going on in my mind? <laughs> All right. So this episode, we're going to help you with your, your grammar. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, that's why I'm here. Okay, good. <laughs> English major. Nothing like an Australian accent, though, to always make you feel like you're not speaking right. I don't know yeah, what it yeah. is about the 
accent, Australian accents, you guys always sound so great. Everything you say sounds beautiful. Yeah. I'm always like, oh, I wish I could be Australian. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> put together, sexy, and just really nice. And it makes us look better, makes us look nicer. Yeah. That's just nice. I, it is. <laughs> There is something about Australian men. I mean, and even women, but I don't know if it's because you're yeah. close to the sun over there. What's in your water? You know, you're all hot. It's yeah. crazy. Yeah. yeah. I, I, uh, I grew up in the same area that the Hemsworths grew up in. Okay. And wow. like, I mean, come on. It's just, it's kind of dumb. Special water. It is yeah. kind of dumb. We yeah. need to figure, we need to test your guys' waters. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. We need to bring about water to America. <laughs> if I could yeah. ever have a green pass... Would you say green pass in a marriage? I don't know. But um, Chris Hemsworth. Call the hall pass. Hall pass. Hall pass. The green pass. Where'd you get, where'd you get green pass? Like green, like go. Like a green card? <laughs> yeah, not a green card. Hey, go ahead and go do that. <laughs> that means don't. I don't oh know. That means dead. Oh so I do have a question. Lismore, Australia is where you're from. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, the general kind of area is called Byron Bay, which is... Uh, like just kind of green and and blue and like surf yeah. and so that's where uh those boys grew up and then i i grew up in like a, a suburb of byron which is called lismore uh that's where i was born and i was i was uh brought up in a town called alstonville which is just outside of a tiny 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 town like 18 years of just like if i didn't leave if i didn't start acting at 11 i just would have you know been doing nothing for 18 years Wow. wow. Um, I, I know Byron Bay. I watched the reality show. Sure. So I know how hip and cool it is. And yeah. then with that, what made you want to get into acting at 11? I did a play when I was in uh, fifth grade. I did a, um, a musical in my, again, tiny town, tiny school. Uh, we had a school that was uh, K to 13 and it was 300 kids in the whole school. So like 30 kids a grade. It was just very, very, very small. And we did a, uh, like the first ever musical they'd ever done um just for you know to see if they could do it and for it to be kind of good and it was a a musical about a talent show for jesus oh wow mm. uh so it was kind of i everyone had to audition for it because there was no one like there was there wasn't enough people in the school for you know for us to choose whether we wanted to be in it everyone just had to be in it so i went in and auditioned with everyone else and just asked for the part with the least lines. And I ended up getting a, uh, a part who had, I had my own song. I was an Elvis Presley impersonator in the talent show for Jesus. Oh, no way. Um, so I had to, wow. uh, yeah. Uh, I, I had like fake chest hair out of whole fake, like Elvis outfit. I just won my football team. had just won the final that year. So because of that, at the start of the season, we all agreed that we were going to shave our heads if we won the final. So I had a fully shaved head and an Elvis quaff over it. Um, <laughs> And the, the full get up, and I just I lip synced along a, uh, to a song called "Jesus is a Friend of Mine." Wow, uh, Bab uh, So it was very. Uh, I, I just loved it. I didn't think any no part of my you know heritage or my history or my kind of genetics would lead me to think that that's my lifestyle. But I loved it. And then yeah, I was I was eleven. We started actually doing proper stuff when I was about twelve, and then I just kind of kept going. I love. So can I ask you something? Mm. Um, can you give me a little taste of Elvis right now? Like, what, what would you? Oh, do? dude, it wasn't good. It wasn't good. No, I promise you. I promise you that if I was to do it, you'd both go. All right. <laughs> love it. I don't know. I've never heard an Australian Elvis. I'll try so. and find the clip of me doing. It was because it wasn't even like 
me doing it. I was like lip syncing along to an oh, American because they, they'd done the show in America. They obviously written it for like a high school in America. They did it. And then we basically just lip synced along to the whole show. Uh, <laughs> so it was more that I, uh, I remember I had to, for some reason, they didn't give me like even just a fake uh, headset mic. They gave me a real mic that I had to hold and a guitar. So I, didn't, I don't know how I was supposed to, I was trying to like strum with the microphone in hand. I was just, it wasn't good. But like just can, thrust your hips. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I tried my best. Well, we always lip sync to the Spice Girls. So why don't you give us a little bit of that? Is that what you do on your show? Yeah, is, that, is that all you do? We used to do it when we were young. <laughs> I, I got I a good Elvis. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, so pretty good. I, I have a question because Australia. I feel like all Australian actors are incredible actors. And then you all learn to have American accents. Is that something you're taught young when you're doing acting classes? You know, I think it's, uh, I mean, yes, I, I, I imagine so it's part of it, but I, Americans and, uh, sorry, Australians and, and English people are always were surrounded by this content that is American. You know, like we grew up watching the shows that you watch in America because there's not a bunch of Australian content and, you know, there's more English content, but still you watch, you're surrounded by this, uh, these American accents and American voices. And it's also, you know, we have kind of the more plain accents. You guys have a very kind of purposeful, intense accent, I guess. So it's more, it's easier to get to that than for you guys to come back and kind of reserve yourself a little bit and do the Australian or the British, I think. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. I never thought about it like that, but that kind of makes sense. Yeah. How would you do an American accent? I, whenever I talk to Americans, unless I'm like doing like an interview like this, I'm, uh, I, re I revert back to it. I, it's like, cause I've lived here for almost five years now. And then, uh, I've been doing us stuff since I was 2014, uh, since I was 14. So, um, like you, you go into it and you just kind of, you kind of just talk and you keep, you keep talking, keep talking, keep talking. And you, and you know, you just like, uh, there's nothing that, is specifically American about it, but it's just like, it's when I, whenever I talk to Americans, it just kind of comes out. Whoa. Yeah. That's crazy. But I get that. Cause like sometimes feel like when I'm in the cell, mm. all of a sudden I'm like, all of a sudden I'll have a drawl and I'm like, yeah, y'all know. Like I do. I feel like when I'm surrounded by it, like I'll start talking like it. And yeah. <laughs> and I think it's an annoying thing to do. I can't imagine how, like, like if, if I'm around like English people, they like, and I like, I, I slip into it just cause it's, you know, you're used to doing it. I imagine it would be quite annoying. If an American like started talking to me and started talking in their Australian accent, I would be pissed about it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> I know you're like, are you mocking me? Like, what's happening? <laughs> totally, I love that. So we have something in common. Mm. Um, we were stalking your TikTok mm. and you are a mixologist. I think what we have in common is Bree and I just drink a lot. So Hell yeah. Well, I mean, <laughs> I, I guess I, yeah, I do too. So that's, we can, yeah. we can do that together. That's cool. I like, uh, I, uh, I listened to a few uh, episodes before we started this, and I I I, I recognized a trend, and I like it. Yeah, I like That's it. Like, we enjoy life. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> what made you want to start doing mixology on TikTok? Uh, when I was a kid, um, I used to cook a bunch. I used to, you know, at that point, you have a a, a cupboard that to you, like a pantry, doesn't doesn't cost a, a thing. So it's like I just kind of would rate it and make all of my creations would always have like copious amounts of food dye in them so i'd make like green pancakes or like orange muffins uh just to kind of have like some goofiness about it anyway i'll just i'll cook a lot when i was a kid and then wow. when i got my first apartment in la when i was 18 
I just realized how much of a faff it is to do when you have like your whole, you know, when you have to do it, when you have to make your, uh, you have to buy all the, all the stuff and you have to find what recipes to make. It's just such a, an effort. Uh, so my one of my first pieces of furniture in my LA apartment was a, uh, a bar, which was this one behind me. That, oh my gosh, I love it's it. It's a lot. It's I mean, now it's grown. There was, I think when I first got it, there was about maybe five bottles and then I just try to you know, try and make whatever I can make. But uh, there's a lot over here that you can't even see as a, as a, as a bunch of stuff. But uh, um, I just started doing it because it's a lot less effort. Uh, it's probably more money, but it's, you know, you can do it in two seconds and you've made something, you know, you've created something. And I just, I, I love, I guess I've always had that kind of creative thing i've just wanted always wanted to make stuff so if i can make stuff that's uh one gets me drunk and two yeah. tastes nice <laughs> and i'm fine i'm doing there you well. go you hit the jackpot exactly. so i was when i was looking you come up with some really clever names but one that i saw on there that i it's been a lot of my drink this summer is your the hugo spritz mm. oh my gosh i got introduced yeah. to that in nashville from these these group of people who got back from Lake Como uh -huh. and I'm like addicted to a Hugo spritz now or Aperol spritz, but it's yeah. just like, but know. it's a, it's an alternative to the Aperol spritz. Cause it's like, I think Aperol can be kind of bracing to a lot of people. It's very, it can be, you know, it, it's a, it's a, a quiet taste. Um, and Hugo spritz is just that, but instead of Aperol, you use elderflower liqueur. So it's just sweet and floral and just nice. It's just pleasant. Yeah, it is. I feel like I was drinking flowers. I'm like, yeah. this is this is really nice. Yeah. Well, I just like it. You give so many good ideas. So next time, I'm like, what what should I make today? I'm just gonna head to your TikTok. Mate, scroll do on. it. Absolutely. You know, can we put you on the spot a little bit? So we're winemakers. We have our oh. own wine. Need no way. Oh, I need a bottle. Yes. Oh yes. Please. Um, yeah, we'd love to. Nicole, what what do you say? What if would we give him a rose or a Sauvignon Blanc and see what? Oh, he could do so with we can make a cool TikTok Green. mixology. I see what you're saying. Because we're we we're winos. I mean, uh -huh. we're also margarita girls. Wait, should we, we like send you a white or a red? Um, I usually drink red, but if I want, if I'm wanting to make a cocktail, I'd imagine it would be a a white situation. Do you think you could come up something good with Sauvignon Blanc? Yeah, I mean, there's a bunch of like uh, I'm yet to do like a white wine sangria a vibe like something like that like a uh more of like a punch situation but with with white wine i like uh i made a, a drink the other day for the fourth of july that had um that was sparkling rosé uh as like a topper um with like white yeah. with like white rum it was banging um I love uh, that. yeah there's i mean there's a bunch there's a whole world of like wine cocktails that uh like i haven't touched yet and i want to yeah Good. You, you know, gotta make us a nice bonita sangria. We yeah. love that. Hell yeah. I feel like now it's you need to make like the perfect wedding drink because mm. I wanna talk about your new song Spins that has become like the perfect wedding song. And I wanna talk about, you know, we're just coming out of Pride Month and mm. talk about how your month was. I was scrolling through your Instagram. You seem like you have a lot of fun and you and your boyfriend are so cute, mm. by the way. Yeah. You can just Thank see you. the love, which I love. Yeah. Um, what made you want to write Spins? Uh, so Spins is about our second date, my boyfriend's second date, uh, the start of last year. And um, we'd had our first date and it went pretty well, but it was just, it was, you know, as awkward as first dates come. You just, you can't make yeah. them good. Um, but then about, it would have been only a few days later, uh, I was out in the city 
and Jackson was getting off work and he texted me and uh, if I wanted to go out for another drink. So, and I'd already been drinking in the city. So I begrudgingly said yes, knowing that I was going to get pretty sloppy um, and <laughs> came back to the Jersey side and we went out to a bar and I got to the bar before him. So I ordered a drink and had that drink and then he got there and we had a drink. And then uh, as we were about to leave, the waiter thought we were so cute that uh, he he offered he offered offered to get us shots, so we had a shot each. Uh, and then we walked we walked around Hoboken, and by that time I was just I was an absolute mess. I was just gone out of my head. Um, <laughs> and we went uh, up to his uh, his favorite spot on his old campus that he just graduated from, um, which was like this bench overlooking the the city skyline. And we just sat there and started to kiss. And I was so drunk that I, I couldn't kiss him. I had the spins. <laughs> uh, oh my gosh, I have goosebumps. Yeah. Uh, and then uh, I had to like tell him, I had to tell him that I was so drunk that I couldn't kiss, him, even though I wanted to kiss him so bad. Uh, and I did it. I told him uh, and he was fine with it because he's a legend. And then uh, we just like, so we sat there and I was like, I remember I'm one of those drunks that if I drink too much, I I will just say whatever I'm thinking. It's just I'm mm-hmm. complete, no holds barred, uh, which gets me in trouble. Uh, and I so almost said that I already loved him not on that second date. I was so close oh to just kind of like, oh, yeah, I love you. Uh, <laughs> and uh, I didn't. I held off and then uh, woke up the next morning very hungover. And in order to, for, them, me, for me then, even my sober self, to not text him that I loved him, I had to write this song. So I wrote the song. Oh, that's really beautiful. There. You have a gorgeous voice. Like, Thank you. Just, that's very sweet. Yeah. I love that. You know, it's funny because I know we have a big age difference. Like when I saw you were born in the year 2000, we graduated in 2002. So I was like, oh, wow. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> big age gap. But um, I'll see it. But I remember. Oh, thank you. I remember. um like those times of like being on those first dates and the butterflies, but then getting too drunk and coming into those moments and spinning and having those spins and being like, Oh God, I yeah. can't like, how do I get? And oh, I, I always drank so much on the first couple of dates. Cause I yeah. was so nervous. I always over drink. Yeah. I'm like, Oh my gosh, I usually don't drink thing. this much. I'm just nervous. Yeah. Right. But you know, we were having a funny conversation last week and you totally don't have to comment on this because I used to have a killer naked selfie game, like for a long time. And then, um, my husband, like, you know, just, you have kids and things get stale, but you know, whatever, like you just get comfortable. So he's like, well, send me stuff, like excite me. So he's like, I'm going to do it. Well, we were crying laughing because I don't know why my first thought was to do everything frontwards and down and not Uh, look terrible. And I was looking at the Ew, this is like not cute. <laughs> in is, is it more like a this situation, like a this, or is it like a like no? Yeah. She didn't. Yeah, no, you can't do that. that right? You can't do it. So, yeah, that's what I said. I said no. I think I started tuning in, looking at myself, like, oh wow, that's just changed. That just doesn't even look right anymore. So then she's like, I can't believe then what you did, because then my idea was like just fully go backwards, and that was like. Huh. The, I thought it looked great. So and tell him my idea because he can't. I'm frozen, but he does like the girl next door, like cute. You go this angle, sure. like so. I was like, yeah, okay, yeah, I mean, that's, that's classic. Yeah, yeah, but, yeah. I'm getting to is we were on the SVS red carpet, and mm-hmm. this guy knew he's an athlete. I knew him a long time ago. He came up and he goes, 
naked selfies. He's like, okay, you can't do like, so he heard my whole conversation and he goes, you can't do the front. Okay. Get back. But he goes, do you understand how guys feel? Like it's never good for us. And I was like, well, what do you mean? He goes, we have to think about so many things. So he starts to talk to literally like in between interviews, we're like on the red carpet talking about talking about Delphi's <laughs> Delphi's. You don't have to comment, but I'm very curious. Cause we didn't get a finish to have our conversation. Like, yeah. I think selfies are hot. Yeah, I, I think it's difficult. I think it's difficult to make it look nice. I once, uh, uh, I was training with a guy and uh, this was way back. And um, he like, he treated it like a photo shoot. It was incredible. I felt so lackluster. I was like, <laughs> I was trying my best to impress him, but he had like a fish, like an attachable fisheye lens onto his, it was ridiculous. Oh and he, oh it, it, I was like, I was so out of my depth. Yeah. <laughs> I would be too. That's, <laughs> that's what I need to invest in. Okay. That's I'm what it is. This game right. I'm going to be such an impressive MILF for my husband that he will floor it to come home. I cool. want him. Wait, to did he have a remote in his hand? Because then you'd need a remote in your hand, right? Oh, no. Dude, oh, it, no was, you, it was connected to the phone. It was like on like a. Oh, it was like yeah. a like an attachable thing onto his front camera, so he could like do oh. like like an MTV music video back in the day of like uh, <laughs> you put it on the ground and kind of like. like was, That's sick. Yeah, now it was I sick. I am investing. I'm going to Amazon. Kind of bummed. I missed Prime Day, but that's okay. <laughs> I bet it was on sale too. They had all their technology oh, on sale. For sure. I know. Wow. I got new AirPods because I literally have lost two sets of AirPods in the past month traveling. Mm. I'm the queen of just leaving them. Yeah. And so I literally almost bought an iPad just because they're 50% off. And then I talked to Yeah, myself it's like, do I need one? That's the issue. Right. I'm like, I was like, I kind of want everything is. in here, but do I need yeah. any of it? Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I settled on? A huh. bouncy house for my kids that's coming today. Interesting. So, Instead of an iPad. Yeah. No, I went <laughs> to a like dinosaur bouncy house. <laughs> yeah, cool. Cool. Thrive Market is a go-to for all of your grocery and household essentials and the convenience of getting everything online, then quickly shipped to your doorstep is a huge time saver. Thrive Market carries brands with the highest quality ingredients and sourcing methods. They restrict hundreds of ingredients across their food and cleaning categories. And you could use their on-site filters to suit your lifestyle needs. Whether you're looking for organic kid snacks, low sugar alternatives, or gluten-free pantry essentials, you can curate your own shopping experience with a few clicks. When you join Thrive Market, you are also helping a family in need with their one-for-one membership matching program. You join, they give. Nikki, where do we get all our primal condiments? Thrive Market. You know it. I have actually loved so much that I have been able to transform my refrigerator, even my pantry to healthy, low sugar condiments, Mm -hmm. everything in the gluten-free, Whole30 diet recommendations. Thrive Market for me is that one-stop shop where I can pick and choose all the things that are healthy for not only my kids, but for myself too. And boom, they're at my front door within days. They definitely make it super easy to stay healthy, organic, all the things that we really want in our household. One thing that Thrive Market has helped me with is 
I've wanted that when it comes to household cleaning items or just stuff that you actually put in your house besides consuming. And they've really helped it. I had one, one of my goals this year was less plastic in my house. Thrive Market helps with that, with refillables, with what I exactly need to clean. And look, when you have kids running around, having a company really care about the ingredients inside it, that's super important. What we're spraying on our counters, putting in our toilets, on our sheets, all of that matters. So grateful for a place like Thrive Market that really looks into ingredients and we know what we're buying. 100%. Join in on the savings with Thrive Market today and get 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. Go to thrivemarket.com slash twins for 30% off your first order plus a free $60 gift. That's T-H-R-I-V-E market.com slash twins. Thrivemarket.com slash twins. So many of us love coffee. Mm-hmm. Like the living for it type of love. Some like it hot. Some like it iced with a splash of creamer, and some like it with a cold foam topping. Many of us stop into coffee shops on our way to work more often than we'd like to admit. Oh, yes. But now, thanks to International Delight Cold Foam Creamer, you can make cold foam coffee at home. It's honestly game-changing. You can just shake the canister and spray it onto your coffee. And voila, you've got an incredible cold foam coffee at home. No frothing, fancy machines, or mess required. Ooh, an international delight cold foam creamer foams and creams your coffee from top to bottom. And the best part? Mm-hmm. It works on both hot and iced coffees. Oh my gosh, I'm drooling. Okay, so it comes in three foaming delicious flavors. French vanilla, sweet and creamy, and caramel macchiato, so you can switch things up depending on your mood. Look for your favorite flavor next time you're at the grocery store, and be prepared to say goodbye to your barista. Okay, Bree, so what reminds you of college days? French vanilla. I mean, Bree and I lived on International Delight French Vanilla. And you know what's the cutest thing? Is every time our dad comes to visit, he calls me because I always be like, what do you want me to get at the grocery store? And he's like, oh, make sure to get, it's always International Delight French Vanilla Creamer because I can't have it without my coffee. So guess what I'm getting my dad when he comes to visit because I know I'm going to love it. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. French vanilla, of course. You guys, this is a game changer. Okay. How many of us spend too much money at coffee shops? Me. Me. Yes. And we deserve as human beings, to have that yummy, delicious coffee Why we all go to the coffee shops. And I'll be honest, I've kind of always wanted to be a barista, and now I can in my kitchen at my home. I'm really excited to have this, and I can't wait to hear what Dad thinks. International Delight Cold Foam Creamer. It's foaming delicious. I know you're young, but so do you see yourself in the future marriage, kids? Do you want it all? Yeah, I see it. I think I... Uh... I mean, I'm at a point now, I've been in a few a few relationships that have lasted a good amount of time. And now I'm, uh, Jackson and I are about a, a year and a half in. And um, it's the first time where like I've had solid, you know, a lot of moments where it's like, fuck, this is something. Uh, I'm 23 and it's definitely in my future. And, you know, uh, it, it's a conversation, especially for gay couples of, you know, marriage is one thing, but then kids of like, you know, uh, I think every, you know, I might be misspe- misspeaking, but I think every like young gay kid has gone, 
well, I can't have the kids that are, that are mine, <laughs> then uh, mine in quotes, then, then, uh, you know, is it worth it? Is it worth it at all? But I, you know, I would love to, um, see if I'm good at it. That'd be nice. Just a, just a, maybe like a trial run. If someone Aww. just gives me a kid, yeah. I'll try, I'll try it. And then we'll see how it goes. You want to come over and I'm a wild toddler. <laughs> okay. <kid>. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> sure. I don't know if you can hear him in the back right now, but yeah. <laughs> Your demeanor, I could tell you'd be an amazing parent. Thank yeah, you. Like I can, That's very sweet. Yeah. I feel like I can always tell by people's energy and how they are. And I feel like you'd be an incredible parent. I think yeah. every, I think a lot of people think that like Gen Z yeah, is like gearing up to not be great parents because they're so, we're so kind of, I guess, famously like lackadaisical and like yeah. uh, <laughs> chill and fun. But like my favorite times when I was a kid was when I just got to be like chill and fun and like today is cool. So like if I can bring that to like my parenting, I guess it's, it's probably a good thing. Jackson is like, I'm quite anal about a lot of stuff, quite uh, organized and and uh, itinerary about everything. Uh, and Jack's just completely the opposite. And he's just, he w- takes life by the horns, whatever he can, whatever he can do it and just wants to just have fun and have a, have a laugh. So uh, I'm learning how to do that more and more, but I think, at the end of the day, I'd take on like the kind of um, organizational parenting and he'd just kind of be jumping on the trampoline with him. Yeah. Oh, perfect. So, I have that's to perfect. You, you need to have that balance. Yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you if I can, when was that moment that like you came out to your parents? Do you remember that? What's that yeah. story? I'd love to hear it. Yeah. So I was, I think freshly 18 or just before I turned 18, I was, uh, I kind of just joined a new friend group for my senior year of high school. The guy that invited me into this friend group was like the popular kids because I just like I'd just done uh, one of my first acting jobs, my first big acting jobs, and uh, in a small town, you have the talk of the town. Uh, so I was inducted into the popular kid group, and uh, the kid who who brought me into that group, you know, kind of invited me in. Uh, him and I ended up being really good mates, and um, I, you know, as I did probably most of my guy friends back in the day i was pretty uh just trying to do some stuff trying to figure out some stuff you know and he ended up being the actually the only person throughout my whole kind of coming out experience that wasn't a huge fan of it which was a shame uh so that kind of threw me for a loop but uh that, that was the only kind of negative experience i had because of that i you know he had that a uh, bit of a negative reaction and then i came home crying one day so that meant i kind of had to tell mum. so i told mum, and then went to my dad's that night and uh, got a text from uh, my mate who said, I wanted to kind of take a step back from being your mate. So then I cried again and I had to tell dad. So it was more kind of a, it was a forced thing that I'm glad that timing happened because it was, you know, I had to, I was forced into telling these, the people that I wasn't maybe necessarily ready to tell, but because of their positive reaction amidst this negative reaction I was getting, it was, it helped a bunch. And then, uh, because I'd come out to my parents, I felt chill to come out to a lot of people at school, like the other friends in my group, and all of them were okay with it. He was the old one out, which in a, in a small, fairly conservative town, I think I was pretty lucky. Yeah, he kind of was forced to then learn, you know, more and, and learn how to be okay with it. Um, but it helps you, you know, it helps, I think, uh, as much as it sucks, it helps you realize who you actually want to be friends with and who uh, don't deserve it. Um but I, you know, I, I, overall, I had a pretty positive experience. And then six months later, I moved to LA, which is one of the gayest places on earth. So I was pretty yeah. fun. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> and with 
You have such an incredible platform. Is there anything that, and you already have like, are such an inspiration, especially in that world. Is there anything you hope to do more of like on your platform? Yeah, I, I, I've been working with Trevor Project a lot um, and they're a phenomenal organization that help with, you know, suicidal or uh, suicidal young, like, gay youth, LGBTQI youth. And that's uh, the more I can do to, to raise awareness for, for that organization. You know, I, I can only do so much uh, by being, you know, allies the wrong word because I'm in it, but, uh, you know, helping if even if it's just a, you know, a small number of young kids realize that it's okay to be gay and be out. And, you know, I think I try to toe the line a lot and I'm told to toe the line a lot of, of being so openly uh, such an activist on my socials and, and especially during Pride Month posting a bunch about, you know, just telling people that I am gay. You know, I think it, I think at the end of the day it can only help if it does help a kid who's trying to figure themselves out, go, you know, this is a person that I, I really like what they've done. I really like their work. I, I think they're pretty cool and they're gay. So I, I must be, I must be pretty all right. Is you know, if I can do that, whether uh, that be through just me or working through Trevor Project and bringing awareness to, you know, if, if people are having a really tough time, you know, just the awareness of that this exists, just a phone number to call for them to be, to feel safe and feel uh, welcomed and um, I think it's getting better. I think everything's just getting better, but it can obviously always be better. Um, and if I can be a part of that, then sick. I agree. I was looking at everything and like to see the love and you, you could tell you're just you and you're fun and you just have this light that shines. And I think what you're doing is exactly right. Is people see that and you help people have confidence in being who they really are and living that life and living in their truth. And, um, so that's beautiful. And I think that's the best thing we do with our platforms. And, mm-hmm. you know, like you were saying earlier, I know it's when you're drunk, you're your most honest self. Well, I'm that way sober too. <laughs> so it's going to be a lot of trouble, but in my industry, I got a lot, I got to do a lot for women because mm-hmm. in my industry it was more of the battle of like, we weren't equal to the men. Um, and even though it got me a lot in trouble and still does, um, I have no regrets for it because it's like, mm-hmm. I just look at the people behind me and I know you will too. And you see like, the road you've helped paved and like have made it yeah. easier for them. And so that's beautiful. Yeah. Just everything you do from, you know, your work um, as a musician, your songs, and then, you know, that is beautiful. And I know we haven't even really dipped into your acting. What's been one of your favorite acting movies that you've done? Um, I have been, I've had the absolute pleasure of being a part of a very cool bunch of projects. I yes. think I, because uh, <laughs> I've been acting since I was so young, I've been, by this point, I think it's 12, I'm 12, yeah, 12 years in. So it's more than half my life. So I think being able to like grow up in the industry of like, I think people have this kind of, uh, perhaps it's outdated, perhaps it, it could be quite true, but this stereotype of of kid actors just being ruined by the industry of like, you know, you just, you're surrounded by people that uh, unnecessarily, maybe shouldn't be working with kids and maybe you shouldn't be in this industry, but you're, I think, I think the opposite's true. I think it's, you know, while it might fuck with a lot of people and I think a lot of people shouldn't be working with kids in this industry, I grew up so quickly and while I might have lost some of my childhood, I was able to, you know, at 23 now feel like I'm a 
much more of a fully formed person than a lot of other 23-year-olds that I, that I see. And I think I'm just grateful that I, I get to have this personality that I really enjoy having, being a fun person because acting and its, and its bones is just a fun job. But also just, you know, being able to have adult conversations with people and not feel like I'm the young one in the conversation is really nice. Uh, industry's kind of fucked. I think we've seen that recently. But uh, I I really enjoy being a part of it. I want to keep doing I want to keep going. I hope we, I hope we get to keep going. I know, right? And what, what's your favorite kind of, because you've done like drama, the mm-hmm. horror, like oh, what's your favorite? Like, is there anything that you're more drawn to comedy, like something? like you shine in or love? I really like doing kind of the more emotional stuff. I did a uh, a movie about two years ago that hasn't come out yet that I led and it was a lot of crying, a lot of, you know, um, very sappy stuff. I really like being able to kind of show off what I can do, which is nice. Uh, but I also just did a show where I played like the like the dumbass next door and I was just full comedy, just complete comedy and loved it. I've never done comedy before. And yeah. it just felt, you know, it felt like I got to, you don't go home drained because you're not crying every day. You just feel yeah. like you've like laughed and you've had fun. It's just, you know, you get paid to have fun. It's not bad. Yeah, that's true. I, I like the Brie and I, so like we would dip into acting like way back when, and then we got into professional wrestling, but like for us, what was fun is we were characters the whole time. So like sure. still got to get lost in these characters. And I think that's why I loved being a villain for so long. Cause it was sure. so far off from who I was, but to get lost in that. And then I felt like I got to be so much more creative in it on what I wanted to do. And it's a lot of fun to actually make people boo you. Like it's yeah. the greatest thing ever. Yeah. Um, but I, I think like to go into a comedy, like be in that environment, I would love, I, I think I would suck at crying. Like, look, I've been on reality TV a lot, but that's like real emotions that are happening in that moment. Yep. And I hate crying around people, but I have and for the whole world. But I think that's Breeze more like this drama and she could be that. I, I would just have to go straight to evil. Yeah, <laughs> sure. I love, like you said, making people hate you. It's one of my favorite oh, things to do. It's one of my... Uh, one of my biggest movies was uh play like that like was designed to be hated and like uh, i've got another one coming up that's the same kind of style even crazier and more villainous and i just love it i love like letting loose and just being a dick man it's so fun it's so fun (laughs) i feel like it's us who are like the nicest people ever like that's it's just fun for us yeah sure well we're almost gonna release too right you feel like you're releasing Right. Right. Absolutely. You'd like to release, you know? <laughs> yeah. So what's what's coming up for you? What's next? I don't know. Who knows with this? Uh I'm gonna on purposefully, you know, not work. Uh I'm gonna be picketing for as much as I can as long as I can and, and make sure we get what we deserve. I just I, I wanna work for as long as I can and I want my work to be not only fun and kind of mentally rewarding, but financially rewarding for, for me and for everyone around me. So, and, and we should get what we deserve as well as, as, as the writers should as well. So um, mm-hmm. however long that takes for them to kind of uh, be adults about it, then um, uh, I'll just keep kind of pick, keep picketing till then. But I've got some stuff coming out next year that uh, I'm really excited about. I'm going to keep doing the TikTok and keep doing the music stuff and just uh, yes. keep making stuff that I'm very proud of. I love it. And do you do vision boards? Do I do vision boards? I don't do a vision board. I do, like, uh, do, I do, do like a lot of, um, I guess, planning, less vision boards, of like less like ideas of what I want to do and ideas of what I'm going to do kind of thing. 
Okay. So um, what's like on the, the later in life plan? Like, what do you want to get to? I visualize my, like my, my goal is success, right? I don't know what that means. I don't know what, you know, what that means for me. I, I get little bouts of it every now and again. I go, oh, that's, that was, that made me more successful and that made me happier. And, you know, in how seven years time when I'm 30, I want to at least just feel a little bit like I've done something that I want to do. I don't necessarily have exact goals. I think they can be kind of demoralizing because there's a chance you might not achieve them. I think yeah. at the very least I'll feel a small amount of success in my future if I keep going how I'm going. So if I just kind of keep going on that path and I think I'll be happy. I love it. Well, you keep doing that. And while you're taking your break, you keep on singing and making us dream. Keep going. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Warning, things are about to get intense. I mean, Bree and I are talking like that intense moment when the room stops, maybe time stops, when everything might be going around you, but you're looking at that one person dead in the eyes or a maple donut and <laughs> in our eyes. Usually I'm giving that stare down when I want to ask my husband for his credit card so I can go shopping. Ooh, that is the intense that I like. Intense heat, lasting plump. From the hot new Lifter Plump from Maybelline, New York. Formulated with chili pepper, Lifter Plump delivers a heated sensation for an instant lip plumping effect that lasts. Available in eight sizzling shades. Blush, Blaze, Red Flag, Hot Honey, Cocoa Zing, and many more. And you know me with that red. Nothing like a red flag on my sizzling lips. Oh, we know it, girl. Can you take that heat? Find your shade at Maybelline.com or a retailer near you. Amazon shoppers get 10% off Lifter Plump purchase with code 10PLUMP for a limited time. We love to end all of our podcasts um, for listeners with a little bit of inspiration, affirmation. Is there any quotes, mottos you live by? Yeah, I don't know where I got it from. Uh, I think living up in and uh, growing up in a, in a fairly like religious household, I was always taught, um, what is it? Treat people with, uh, treat people how you uh, want to be treated, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, I twisted that as I got older with, you know, when you're young, especially in this industry and in any industry, you're viewed you can be viewed as uh, by older people um as not enough or not experienced or kind of stupid and uh when i'm not treated with respect i don't find any happiness with treating that pe- that person with respect it's like if you're not giving it to me i'm not going to give it back to you so i always try to treat people uh how they treat me um you know if, if you don't give me respect i don't have time for you i've got i'm a pretty busy guy i'm gonna keep doing my my thing and uh so far it's, it's treated me pretty well uh i just think i think there's so many people that can be walked over by especially the older generations who think that we uh kind of silly and kind of uh too big for our britches but uh, yeah. i think it's dumb yeah amen to that i've you know what it's like 
I've realized I'm so big with respect and I'm the same way. Like if you don't treat me with respect, you're not going to get it back. But I also feel on what I do is my work or what I give. Like, I just want to be appreciated for it or respected yeah. for it. And I think sometimes in this day and age, we forget how far a thank you can go sure. or Hey, you're doing great. Like those little affirmations or little things that you could actually give to others, they go so far. Yeah. And especially when it's, the elders to the young and, you know, all that different kind of stuff. So I think that's amazing. Definitely great advice. And it's crazy if we could all just show a little respect, how different this world. Could truly be. Yeah. I value respect really, yeah. really, really highly. Yeah. Nick, I tell you what, a lot of elders could learn from you. You are so wise beyond your years. It's just, this has just been such a treat. Thank I you, honestly, guys. when we're in New York, Oh, can we please, get some wine with you or a cocktail with you and your boyfriend? I would love please. that. Please, yes. let's, let's let's hit a bar. Let's hit my place and I'll, I'll make something up. Yes. Right back there. Oh, my God. We love that. All right, everyone. We'll make sure to check out Nick on TikTok at Nick and I see dot Hamilton and Instagram at Nicholas dot Hamilton. Thank you, Nick, so much for being on the Nikki and Bree show. And until next time, save us two drinks. Yeah, we will do. <laughs> Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. The legends are true. We're overwhelming power. The sauce of destiny. Yes. The most legendary sauce has arrived as McDonald's transforms into the anime world of McDonald's. The greatest flavors unite in all new savory chili McDonald's sauce to make your 10-piece nuggets, fries, and Sprite ultra-powerful. Unlock manga comics with every meal and sit down for a new anime short every week only at McDonald's. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba, go! I participate in McDonald's for a limited time while supplies last.